everything. Wow. So when people are like, oh, after school life, I'm just like, all right. Mm-mm, and like right. having conversations about like, I remember when we were still in school and we have conversations about dating people that didn't have sense. And now like, you're like all grown up and people are like, oh, like in the next couple of years, gonna, our friends are going to get married. married. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, we're going to have kids like uh like okay you, you don't get it it's 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 so profound we are the future i know right i know right so i actually picked picked out this topic how to be a nigerian okay. adult how to be a nigerian adult because i believe that just like you said we we didn't actually have an idea like we just didn't we didn't we did, or let's just say we had just we had a glimpse we didn't really have the real picture and this is the real picture we are seeing this is like this is it for us for some of us we've still been struggling with the whole idea of okay and adulting thing but so for, for some people they just kind of seem to have it all figured out basically and mm-hmm. then they are like inspirations to us this is the musings podcast by Ariel war hi everyone Welcome to the Musings Podcast with your favorite pod girl, Ari Oluwa. On this show, I express my thoughts and experiences on self-confidence, love, and growth in the most exciting and inspiring way. Watch out for intelligent interviews and conversations that will help you build your confidence, redefine love, and ultimately cause you to be the best version of yourself. Hi, To! Hi, Ari. What's good, up? How are good you? afternoon. So good to have good you afternoon. here. So good to have you here too. Thank you. Yep, yep, yep. So um today we're gonna to be discussing how to be a Nigerian adult and with me in the studio is Adito. Now Adito is a big girl. <laughs> hey god. Wait, let me let me read let me read out your profile. <laughs> Adito hey, is a passion- profile. <laughs> hey god. Adeto is a passionate media and communications enthusiast. In fact, I don't want to call you enthusiast because you're already into it big time. So, and she's also a TV presenter at the Pop Central TV channel 189. Yes. I saw a geography from University of Ibadan and she's doing well. She's doing well, just like she said I was doing well, but I think she's doing better. So we have her on the Fam, show. I, I don't think that. Okay, I think, let me even start with the fact that one thing I realized over time is that there's no skill for judging how well you're doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. And because I was having a conversation with someone and he said something that was particularly very profound. And it was the fact that everyone has timelines. And if you jump on process and you're like, everybody's popping in your face, and you're just like, ah, this person is doing so well. You close and open your eyes and maybe the first thing just feels like a certain level of, okay, I've achieved everything I wanted to achieve. What, what am I doing now? And you just see, ah, this superstar that was a K-pop star just killed himself. And you're just wondering, this person was very young, this person was doing significantly well for themselves, but maybe they skipped a step step or two, or they didn't find exactly what they wanted to do in life or where they wanted to channel their impact in. And of course, they were already like significantly popular or had all the money in the world. And you know, wonder why would someone that is so successful like be depressed at the same time and maybe like kill themselves? So I feel there's no risk and rather than like joining the rat race of the world just take it a step at a time because this life there eh, is only one <laughs> really i know right yeah. i know right that's that's like that's like very deep and actually that's something i learned recently 
alleged recently too because at some point in my life i was like ha what am i what am i doing like my mates are doing this i'm seeing people on social media and i feel like i was feeling this kind of pressure that i couldn't really explain but at some point i had to tell myself that babe just focus on your lane focus on your journey be your own competition like compete with yourself compete with what you want to exactly like don't look um front don't look don't look don't look sideways and feel that okay yeah this person is doing well and start comparing yourself i really don't think yourself comparing comparison is a thief of joy True, true. But, but before we continue, before we dive deep into this conversation, please, you have to introduce yourself very well. You have to like tell us who you are, tell us what you do, and tell us, and I'll later tell my audience why you're on this platform today. All right. Hi, guys. My name is Tom Banjo. My dad usually says my full name is Adito Banjo. Shut it if you're in Kevin. Guys, you can call me Tom Banjo. Um, I currently work in TV as a TV presenter and um, content manager at Pop Central TV. Um, I'm a media enthusiast and I believe that um, technology and media can be used to change the African narrative. And how do we use like technology and media to change the African narrative? It's by being intentional about how we portray our lives as Nigerians, as Africans to the global world and making sure that we take the world with like the resources we currently have. And I believe that a major propagator of the African narrative has been music and film and I'm looking forward to seeing um, music and film take Nigeria and change narratives that or the conceptions that the world currently has of us. So yeah, that's a very short and brief. That's that's like a whole package. That's a whole that's a whole a wholesome meal actually. Thank you so much for that. Gracias. So like Gracias. from what you said now, are you actually considering going into TV and, and the music industry? Um, so I'm not considering going into the music industry, but the future for me would be giving African African creators across Africa, so from Nigeria to Tanzania to South Africa, Ghana, and across Africa an opportunity to actually share their content and make money for it. So more like the African YouTube or give um, content creators an opportunity to express themselves and take their talent in the world stage amplifying the voices of African creators. Wow, okay, that, that's so good. Okay, one reason why I actually invited you to um, be a guest on my show is um, because I see you and I see um, I see the fact that you've actually, you're, you're constantly inspiring people and even me, inspiring us to go after our dreams without looking toe through, without looking at anybody. I feel like you had this um, clarity, like you were just sure what you want, I mean, what you wanted and you, you, just, had, you just decided to like go for it. And um, that's why I feel that, okay, you should be here because I, one of the things I admire about you, I remember when you were going for Most Beautiful Girl in Nigeria and um, you asked, you asked, you asked us to write something, something we we love about you or something. Like that. And I couldn't think of anything okay. to say and say that okay, Tony is a go getter. Like she wants something, <laughs> she goes for it, <laughs> and and that is that is quite admirable to me because I feel that sometimes even a lot of people actually just you have to start weighing your pros and cons. I don't think that works most of the time. I think most times you just need to like just fire on. Just do it first, like just take action. And that's what I really love about you. Do it afraid, do it afraid. Thank you, Ari, that's very profound, thank you. Thank you so much for that. So basically I would, I I want you to actually tell us how adulting has been so far for you. I mean, how how were you able to like gain clarity? How were you able to like move from, I could remember when um, we were still in school and then you were still freshers 
And you said, oh, you mentioned something like, oh, I really know a lot of people. And I was like, no, I don't know these people. We're just probably secondary school mates and, you know, from A-levels and all. But you were actually new to Ibadan and everything. And then you you were quite... Um, you were quite um, determined to to achieve a lot of things all at once. So how were you able to, to sustain that drive and eventually achieve what you've achieved so far? Um, For me, I wanted to um, go to Unilag. No, I didn't even want to go to Unilag. So, you know, it's those conversations you have with your classmates in um, senior secondary school and everybody's trying to figure out what is next for them. So secondary school, I had like a couple of friends my two closest friends told me and favor we started what schools we wanted to go for go to and favor was like he wanted to go to me like told me he was like wanted to go to OU and I was like oh, I want to go to UI because I didn't want to be in Lagos and you like is really close to my house <laughs> so it was I wanted a level of freedom and expression so I was like oh maybe UI was going to be the place for me and I had had conversations from a neighbor of ours I went to UI and she was talking about how like UI is the best and the best and I just really fancied Ibadan as like a place that was far away from the noisiness and rowdiness of Lagos so it was more like a significant break or a home away from home situation it was close enough for my parents to come and visit but at the same time I had the level of independence and that's what I was looking for being a first child and all getting into Ibadan it was just a very different terrain for me and I was in St. Dance <laughs> And that was another thing. The Sentence situation was just okay. Sentence the um, private hostel in UI, and being a fresher, it wasn't particularly the most advisable thing to be in a private hostel. But like my parents were like, oh, it would be a major propagator when it comes to having a little dedication because I have a very short attention span. And they knew that if they probably put me somewhere that had too many people, I might be a little distracted. So that I appreciate. So getting into Ibadan, my mindset was get into the school, adapt, and just go through all the processes, have fun, attend classes, make friends, do everything you can do. But I already knew that going in 100 level, I had to find balance first. So like setting a foundation before moving on to exploring. And that was actually a major a major um determinant of who my friends were in 100 level you're one of my friends now you're still my friend yourself <laughs> Bustola, Chika, I know, right? go for one class, another. we're so confused <laughs> in 100 level about what courses to do and stuff like that so finding people that had like minds that were going to encourage you to of course push forward and be the best you can be and i think you were one of those major people that i looked, looked up to and i oh. remember sometimes i would come to so this one, we'll come to Queen's <laughs> Hall and we'll talk about several things. And we'll talk about, we didn't, there was nothing we didn't talk about. And I remember one time we invited me to IBCU and we'll go to church together. And it was just really beautiful. So yeah, you, um, how did this start for you? Did you always know you're going to go into media and communications right from when you were in secondary, sorry, university? Or you just, what happened? How were you with transition? Okay, so for one, I will start with just a very little story growing up as the first child i didn't have siblings still like five years and i was in nursery school and my parents used to come to pick me late at some point in my life because of course they were like still settling and we just started a family so sometimes i'll be late at school and i'll be talking to the gates man and he used to call me eligible because i could talk to anybody about anything random so i just really enjoyed having conversations but i didn't particularly know whether there was 
an industry like the media of course i knew about film and music but i didn't think there was anything like oh, having a career for talking and speaking so um subsequently primary five i became a child model i used to model with my cousin who's an actor and i would leave school sometimes to go and model for like newspapers and um, calendars then at some point in um, secondary school, I joined the debate team and it was just really cool. Um, just like going back and forth with this few points of mine. I hope I've been able to you, right? It's confusing that boys are better than girls are better than boys. So just random things, they were just really fun. But I didn't particularly see that oh, it, it could be a career path for me. In secondary school, in um, SS1, my um, in my mind that I needed to be a doctor because like of automatically if you're probably like testing your class they'll just think that you're supposed Definitely. to be a doctor. That's <laughs> so as of SS3 when it was time to pick the course I wanted to do I, I thought it was medicine that was cut out for me but like I didn't get into school the first time I failed my first jam and that was very devastating being like the head girl and everything and I was just like what's this life then I tried the second time and I didn't want to I, I feel like like my gap year was a very principal time for me and I got to like know myself a lot more because I was in tech school and I was like oh, what do I want to actually do because I have varied interests I like the media I like technology I like rocks I like this I know him and yeah so as of getting into university I picked I wanted to go for geology but something happened there was a clause or a waiver I didn't pay attention to so I got into geography science but I knew innately, like in my mind, that I wanted to pursue, like, go have a career in the media industry. But I wasn't sure about how to go about it. So after, like, first um, semester, first year, um, the first semester in the first level, I was just very sure that I needed to get into media. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I, so in my mind, I thought, oh, maybe I had to be a model or be spasa or whatever. But I started making conscious towards getting into the media industry because I knew I didn't have um, professional experience because I wasn't studying Moscow or anything. So I found myself joining school organizations like ISEC, TEDx, joining content team, learning how to write, learning how to speak. I'll be checking inside of me, but I will still do it because I actually enjoyed it. A thing or two, I just always give myself to it. And that's how I found myself here. Pretty much. Okay, wow. So That's... yes, always <clears throat> maybe an innate ability. Yeah. So basically, you actually knew, like, when you were in school, that okay, geography was not going to be the line for you. You're going to go into media and communications. But that's, that's pretty cool. much, pretty much. But in my mind, I convinced myself that I wasn't going to let it be full on because, of course, there's also a need for balance. Also, I didn't sure. want to come to school and like there, of course, and say, oh, I'm pursuing my passion. Sometimes I'll not give my parents certificates. <laughs> so I just had to make sure that I found balance. And of course, like, while pursuing Wait, you found, my you found more than balance, also, sure. Yeah. Yeah, ah, I mean, you kept, the you kept, you kept, you... The life was not balanced, though, okay? <laughs> but at least God helped you, and then you were very hardworking, and then you came out with your first class, Absolutely. which is, which is, I mean, it's a goal for a lot of people. I mean, balancing, you, balancing the social life and, um, and then academic life in school is something that a lot of people struggle with and you, you overcame so i give that a plus in fact a plus 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 for that while you were talking um Thank you said you. something about the fact that oh you're welcome about the fact that um you failed jam once apart from that time when you failed jam and then you were devastated and all have you ever or after that have you actually um had any form of failure 
or anything that was like a major downtime for you? After that period, I feel for every point in life, there's always a phase where there is a certain level of failure or we just think to ourselves that we failed. So I will backtrack to primary five. In primary five, I was in... Okay, so there was this exam we needed to write in primary four that would determine whether I go to primary five or primary six. That happens in most schools across yeah, Nigeria. Yeah, sure. And so I wrote the exam and I was put in primary five because supposedly the smartest kids go to primary six and people that are just struggling, they're just put in primary six, primary five, and we tried to write um, the exam into GSS1. And it was just very sad. And <laughs> for me, I was devastated. I went to my mother, I was crying that one girl in my class called me Olodo because we haven't been to class together. And the funny thing is, this is how many years ago? Like 10, I used to remember. <laughs> and I still remember. It's like very fresh in my memory. And I felt that was one of like the turning points in my life. My mom was, my mom said something very profound. And she was like, Chum, if you want to change something, you need to be intentional about it. And you need to, if you want to change it, start now. Start reading your book, start doing your assignment on time. <laughs> start submitting your, and I just noticed like an exponential growth in that little five-year-old that took it as a challenge to want to improve and do something about it rather than whining about the situation. Then after the whole drama wide thing, um, it was very sad because I had friends that were already in school they were posting pictures of 100 level uh, matriculation since i was just like god what is this life but after then getting into ui there were so many moments where you would be like for instance you didn't submit a paper or you got late to class and you're not be like we're subtracting something from everybody's mark and you're just like what is this life or instances even when i was in my final year project it was very, very... I thought I wasn't going to finish. I wasn't going to graduate because everybody already had a project topic. They already started working on it. I didn't have a project topic. Until I'm like so related to that. <laughs> into final year. I was... I didn't want to remember. Fam, I was like, what do I actually even want to do? What do I have passion to do? And what am I ready to spend money on? And I just kept going back and forth. I mean, Salusha was very instrumental. He was my project supervisor. And he was like, just take it a step at a time. But sometimes I'll see me be like, lazy girl. They have not brought your project. I'm just like, wow, calm down. I don't know. I'll get back to you. So I kept procrastinating you know, until seventh week. Everybody had decided to expire by there. I just say, hey, God. And now finally decided to go for it. And yeah, I was surprised to see that I had these seven points in that project. It was really good because like my project supervisor was there. But I was at a brink point and I was like, oh, this was the major. This was going to be a determinant of whether I maybe scored a 6.0 or not because of course the project carries a whole lot of weight besides that I've been in several situations where I would be like oh is this going to be the end of everything I mean yes, after school now okay, okay okay oh after school now okay after school I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do because of course there is this pressure that your parents give you come and do your master's come on I was like hey calm down I had a okay. fear of transitioning. I was wondering, oh, do I want to go for my master's? Do I want to do geoscience? Because I actually enjoyed studying geoscience, studying everything about the earth. Then I want to do GIS. Because I changed my mind so many times. And right after school, while I think during that whole um, ASU strike thing, before final year, they finally released us to NYC. I got a job via like recommendations. So one of the events I attended in school, I met someone and he introduced me to someone and I got my first job. My first paid job, I think. Yeah, paid job. Paid working class job. And it was good while it lasted. It was fun. And right after like that, there was NYC. So during NYC, I redeployed back to that company. But the, I didn't feel... I had this feeling of... 
I didn't have a feeling of satisfaction. I didn't feel like I was making the most of my time. And I thought it was just a major break point because I was always comparing myself to others. I was thinking, oh, am I doing well enough? Could I be doing better? What are my mates doing? So I also had those symptoms of comparison and always thinking that, oh, I could do better. And it just didn't work. It just didn't work fine because it wasn't productive. It was a waste of my time because in the end, you are not doing productive stuff by thinking about what other people are doing or what they're doing. You do productive stuff by actually being intentional and working towards your goal. So I saw an opportunity to become a VJ at Pop Central and that was like in December. But I had I had not been a TV presenter before, but I know I've hosted like a couple of shows where I was working. So I also believe that God places me in several places to as as learning grounds. Yeah, so while sure. I was at my NYT place, every Friday we used to have this event where people would come and watch me. <coughs> and, yeah, I always and they made they, desi- they designated me. They made me designated host. So I always had to like have conversations with people and lead conversations. Aside that, there was also time where um, I would need to draft contracts. There was also a time where they needed me to drop timelines i didn't think it was anything serious i was like why are you stressing me how much are you paying me i'm stressing me like this but the funny thing is everything i learned there i currently use it now and it's just like a lesson to like every young person there because of course you'll be like oh i'm working um nine to six and they are paying me stipends what mm-hmm. you yeah, learn sure. is your own what you learn is for you nobody's going to take come and collect it from your head when you're resigning or leaving the place so i just like learned to apply myself even though i felt i didn't feel like the sense of fulfillment at that point I gave myself to work and what, everything I knew there, I currently apply now. And yeah, it's not been the easiest transitioning, but it's okay. been a process. And I feel a major factor is the fact that it's very important to have a support system. So people you can call, cry and rant about anything. True, to, true. Course, very, very everybody, important. Everybody, everybody, everybody needs the rant. Everybody, everybody needs a support system. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow, wow. That's good. So, are you enjoying, are you currently enjoying the showbiz of being a TV presenter? Like, everything that comes with it? Well, I think it has its ups and its downsides. But, like, majorly, I'm enjoying my experience and I'm taking my learnings. And one thing I particularly like about where I'm working is the fact that you're giving opportunities to explore different parts beyond being a TV presenter. So, of course, being a TV presenter, you're like the face of the brand. You have conversations. You read every day. Because people just think you just show up on camera looking glam and fly and you just come and talk. <laughs> hey, God. There's a whole lot of research, research that comes with that. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, a lot of research, true. making sure that you have your facts right and waking up very early to make sure that you get like the news and details early enough and having schedules, making sure you do your recorded show. But beyond that, at work, when one thing I noticed about my workplace is we get opportunities to do just beyond being like um, TV presenters. So after like two or three months of working there, I was told to become head of content. So essentially overseeing like the content for the channel and everything that has to do with the video um, display and the kind of content we have on channel because um, Pop Central is a general entertainment channel. So we have variety from food to music, to um, politics and everything in between. So overseeing that and still being a presenter at the same time, finding balance, being a daughter, being a sister, <laughs> having other things to do, having a business by the side and a side hustle. So I feel for me, it's been a learning journey and I'm just taking it one step at a time. Of course, it has a downside sometimes when you're just like, oh, I wish I had more time to myself. I wish I had time to 
faff with my friends and just be silly sometimes but i know that every like life comes in phases and this is a phase to work and um put in the extra effort because in the end we have limited time here on it and just very essential that we give ourselves to whatever um whatever journeys we're currently at stages in life yeah sure is the show is a learning ground for you and i'm actually i always i always love watching you so just so that you have some people rooting for you behind the camera like go 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 go. (laughs) yeah it's very important you hear that actually and you actually inspire a whole lot of people you actually are inspiration to a whole lot of people people that you probably finished with people like me that even finished before you and even a lot of people actually they see you and they're like oh okay if tone can do this if tone can get to this particular stage or she can do this 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 well of course i should be able to do this this well so let's 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 bear a little from the old serious serious thing you're talking about so what are your yes. pet peeves <laughs> finally what are my pet peeves i absolutely dislike people that don't have empathy so when you're very you're very lax to people's emotions and you're just irrational yes i don't like irrational people i feel like there's a need to be to have empathy and treat people the way you want them to treat you that's the golden principle irrational people okay then also yeah. i want to ask you this i actually noticed that you're always smiling always happy so what's the hey what's the source of this what's smile the <laughs> hey what's the secret tell us maybe it's um, a guy or you know it's god you're just not let me, let me give you any anything okay i i grew up in an environment that was so my environment influenced the way i am now so my parents were very my parents are still very loving people and they taught me to be kind and to love my neighbors and myself so i realized that as christians we are love and light on earth you can't change people by saying oh sister why is this this why is that that you actually change people by showing them love and being intentional about the way you treat them people actually respond to you when you're a certain type of way to them and i just make a conscious effort to bring light wherever i go and that can be from like the way i speak to people or the way i because in the end i'm responsible for how i treat others i'm not responsible for their reactions but i'm responsible for how i treat others and i just enjoy having conversations with people and being in the company of yeah being the company of people and i feel like a major factor for having inner joy of course is god because in the end like without god you can't have the inner peace and inner satisfaction and just the knowledge that oh god has you has your back even when you're being very foolish so that makes you Pretty happy. Much. That gives the smile. Yeah, that face. makes me happy. From um, my mom said that I used to randomly smile at strangers when I was a child. So just be giving <laughs> you money. I'm like, hey God. <laughs> I hope they're still giving you money though. Fam, <laughs> um, please give me money. Let me come and do giveaway. <laughs> I don't I don't mind. We can people on this podcast can send me money. Come and do giveaway for your girl. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay okay yeah. so we are concluding now actually so i want to conclude with this two questions first off do you have any regrets second um what are the lessons you've learned from um being an adult like so far after school and all so what are the, all right. the, the major lessons you've learned and what what word do you have for everybody listening to you today so it's actually even three things regrets yes. do i have any regret um I, um, I actually, I have actually have regrets, and I think a major regret 
from school was not replicating myself in others because of course in i had i was in the media i was head of media at cfi cfi is a school fellowship i was head of media at cfi and i had people under my like tutelage of course i tried to you know invest in them every now and then but i just found out that some people were just very hard to respond to like teachings or respond to corrections or mentorship but i felt i could probably have been more intentional with could them and replicated yeah my successes in them so it would have been a tra- easy transition for them so it's not a situation where oh you're handing over and they're just like oh, who's the next person that kind of thing but the people i was able to impact they're still like doing very well for themselves so i felt like replacing myself in others because i felt i always feel that i can do more and whenever like god places you somewhere it's just very important to not to not do the barest minimum and go all the way um lessons biggest lessons is fam you have to plan hey god you have but to plan now babe eh? i'm not i can be such a procrastinator and i'll have like a thousand and one plans on a, a paper or a book or on my phone do this do this i'll not i'll end up doing like five out of 20 i'll just be like god what is this life but i realized that it's very intentional to plan plan your finances plan your time plan plan quality time because in the end like beyond doing this and doing that it's very important to invest in having conversations with your friends and just being in the right frame of mind plan plan reading your reading the bible plan reading books plan the future what do you want to do the next couple of years and i just realized today i was having a conversation with my friend and we're just talking back and forth and we're saying he wanted to do this in the next five years right jesus where do i want to be in the next five years do i want to do my master i don't do this so it's just very important to plan to start planning now and taking conscious steps towards the future that you want and nothing is too far off the world is a very flat surface now you can reach anybody you want to reach now and everybody is accessible because of course the internet is a tool i'll also say that wherever you find yourself make sure that you do well because people it's not even the conversation about people are watching you whether you know whether you don't know it's a conversation of whatever learnings you take at that point in time it's for you and no one can take it away from you so invest in the place you're currently in and just just keep on giving yourself the process and don't don't skip any process because in the end if you skip it you have to go back to learn what you skip another thing is put god first and everything will be added onto you and this is this is a principle that i actually live by and of course like you live in a world that is very distracted and every now and then you're just like hey god i'm going to work at five o'clock how am i going to but i find i find little ways here and there to actually just keep the communication and keep it going finding um people of like minds to go on your life journey with i have a thing called life group where i talk to like a couple of my friends every now and then and i have people that i'm accountable to so when i even do like things that particularly not the smartest thing i'm accountable to them I'm like ah fam do you know what i did yesterday and it's just like guy uh, you need you need sense you are losing concentration focus <laughs> and stuff like that so yeah keep um having friends that keep you grounded is very essential too um any last words um i believe that life comes in phases and adulting can be such a challenge because everybody was always saying that for instance when you're in primary school when you get to secondary school they'll teach you in secondary school when you get to university they'll teach you in a university when you get to your master's level they'll teach you phd when you get to phd they'll teach you those kind yeah. of things but life comes in phases don't don't be too hard on yourself take it a step at a time and make sure that you master whatever phase you are in and give it your all and always find a way to learn something new every single day it can be a single post on facebook can be a single post on instagram and don't be scared to try don't be scared to 
try i feel many of the things i do now i wasn't i was scared oh, but i did it i did it like afraid so i might be scared that oh something is going to happen or this is going to i'm going to embarrass myself but i will still do it either way do it afraid like if there's something you see or an opportunity that you feel it is so large greater than me just try there's no harm in trying the worst you can get is a no and after you get a no you will try again because i mean knows we get knows every day whether we do it or whether we don't yeah. know so let's let's just be very intentional when it comes to trying new things so yeah oh, i'm so i don't think one or what i feel like i don't want to stop this conversation though i'm actually ah, enjoying myself like i'm, I'm, I'm learning <laughs> i'm learning a whole lot and ah, i, I learned a lot from you too you I, did <laughs> now i'm shy i'm serious <laughs> okay having you having you up close now makes me feel like wow you can learn from I mean, from everybody, even people you see out there, you're like, oh, this person, I mean, this person is actually a human. The person has blood flowing through his veins and everything. And then you're like, this person is one big person. But then you come close to the person and then you see that it's actually not that Everybody, everybody is human. And I think that's also something I've learned in this industry. Like sometimes you meet, you see celebrity legit walk past you at Pop Center and you're just like, oh, this person is very human. And they'll be like, ah. I want to pee or hi, I want to do this or can I drink water and you're just like is this the person I let you I don't I mean like I, to, I don't exactly people exactly. are just human people are, are just human honestly people honestly. are just human but they are celebrated for doing things excellently so exactly beyond just being human they also do certain things excellently so we celebrate them that makes them celebrities so do something excellently and you get celebrated for it Thank you for having me. I miss your smile. I miss your smile so much. And trust me, I'll tell everybody. I'm tired. To watch you, to watch Pop Central TV because you're being amazing. You're a very amazing person. Thank you very much. Inspiring. And I mean, I can stay. I can go on and on and on and on. But I want you to keep shining. Keep doing what you do best and do it well and and actually be continue being a pace setter i mean setting the pace for others to follow and like you said thank you or your state (laughs) 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 and i should be with school in your state (laughs) so like from what you said about your regrets i feel that um it's something that everybody should work on i have that same regrets on some grounds too but um, i feel like okay Okay. you can always work on that too work on what you're doing best try to replicate in others a lot of people actually want to yes. like you you may not even know it but just try and pick up interest in a lot of people and just when you said it i just invest in others yeah yeah, yeah consciously I just, I just yeah it has to be intentional it actually has to be intentional. yeah absolutely okay. thank you so much thank, thank you, you so for much, having Tom. me on the music podcast it was Don't such an honor thank you this conversation um i would like to shout out to my parents shout out to any of my friends listening to this shout out to you all yes guys whoop, whoop, whoop. and thank you ari shout out to everybody that was in geography you guys were lit and thank you ari for having me this was a very fun experience thank you so gracias bye have a nice day bye too, bye thank you for listening to the musings podcast by ari Olua. 